Welcome back to Dads One Dut, the podcast for the hundredth time. Yes, that's a lot of podcasts. Hey, contigo. <laughs> Who would have thought? I have a contigo, and I can't help but want to say it in, with a, an accent. Not racist. He's not racist. He loves women. I no, mean, it sounds right. No, so it all comes from. I showed both you guys right the uh, bloopers to Back to the Future. Yeah. So Michael J. Fox is walking in the hallway, and he just has a huge Spanish accent, and he just goes... He has a hairnet, too. Yeah, and he just goes, hey, look, man, this bitch is cheating, man. And he's just (laughs) staring at her through the fucking glass. It's one of the funniest bloopers I've ever seen. And they just, neither of them can keep it together. And I just start crying, dude. He's like, this bitch is cheating, man. (laughs) so good. That was, the reason why that's so good is because you almost think it's fake. Because you're like, he would never do that. No. And that's why it's so good. It's so dude. Both of them are just fine. You used to get away with that kind of humor. You can't know. No. Uh-uh. Especially no. the hairnet. But yeah, go ahead. You know what else is really good, though? Yes. It's March Madness. Hello. Hiawatha. And for this March Madness, you guys need to come out to Bruner's Pub. He is having a $25 bracket buy-in. He's also doing drink specials all the way through March Madness. He's got $10 High Life Buckets. $11 Bush Light Buckets, and $15 Domestics. The offer's good for the entire March Magnus. Come on out if you're not a big bracket gambler. Completely understand. Have some... Come for the atmosphere. Yeah, Come atmosphere some adult beverages. I love it. Great time. Shout out their food. Also, uh, First Shield Defense, shout them out. Our other sponsor, you can only train at the range so much before it gets too expensive, too dangerous, or you run out of things you can safely train. First Shield Defense helps with this problem. Seeing how fast and accurate you are at the range should not be your only focus. Your self-defense training should include things like psychology of violence, what a killer looks for in their victims, legalities, decision-makings, or decision-making combatives, and so much more. First Shield Defense will help you with all of it. Text or call 260-267-5200 today to schedule your free consultation. FirstShieldDefense.com. Free consultation. While you're there, let them know you are an offspringer. You do listen to us on either... Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google, Amazon, Pandora, or you like to watch our faces once a week, every week. Here we are. Smash the like. Hit the subscribe. Boob Skr. <laughs> Drop that beat. Yes. down. 100. 100 episodes. Okay. I have something for you Hit guys. With it. Uh, I'll probably have to edit it a little bit just because who knows, but here we sure. go. Sure. So we do like this part. Are you going to sing it? Oh, yeah. Roughly 6,240 fucking minutes. That's how long we've roughly done the pod. Yes. Roughly 6,240 fucking minutes. That's how long we've been. Two dads, one dude, <laughs> and hot takes, and top threes, and usually just some bullshit. And that's all I got. Uh, uh, I love it, dude. Yeah. That- <laughs> well done, sir. Yeah, that's well all I done. got. I was doing the math today. I love it. <laughs> Two dads, one dud podcast. We're so fucking back, baby. 100. As always, I am your one dut. Justin Dutteroy. I told you guys I was bringing my fastball today. So, okay, I'm Travis Trevor, a.k.a. The a.k.a. stands for almost known as okay. Justin Jenkins. Ooh. Had a uh, little uh, warm conversation with the Madre over the uh, supper. 
She goes, I knew your middle name was going to be Carl because of your grandpa, but Carl's too old. So I said, it's between Travis or Justin. 80s babies, dude. Justin was hot in the 80s. I was almost JJ. AKA, 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 AKA. Exactly. And JJ is who's my arguably favorite, most comparable person on Outer Banks. So I'm just like, <laughs> I was so close. I was so close. But fun little tidbit. <laughs> I go, I told my mom, when I meet people that I don't know or like customers, things like that, there seems to be a tendency where people think Travis is usually associated with like a black person's name. And I was like, Scott, it was, it was nice. that, but I was like, I, I could kind of see it. And she goes, Travis, she goes, I could see Tyrone. <laughs> and I, I go, well, yeah, I could too. <laughs> like, I was just like, you don't get it, mom. That's okay. Bless your heart. But yeah, hard um, to see where you get it. <laughs> uh, always Travis, sometimes Trevor, never Justin. It's true. Yeah. I'm the always scared dad. Fake dad. There Unless it's is. Brandon. What? My name. <laughs> Skirt down. There you go. Okay. Uh, quick little recap on the OTGs, the off the grids. I don't think I've fully encompassed or made people cognizant of what I'm truly trying to accomplish or do. Uh, you guys seem to think otherwise. But really what it is is just every day you wake up with like 50 to 100 fucking emails and it's just nonsense. You delete them. You just start taking that head on. Accept the challenge. Hit the unsubscribe button. I am now down to one, if not zero emails a day when I wake up. It's fantastic. I did talk about this already. Yeah. That part you did. Yeah, because yeah. I remember. Yeah. There yeah. it is. Recap. <laughs> He's just trying to lessen his screen time. He's not going off the grid. Yeah. He's just trying to lessen his screen time. That's what it is. Congrats to him. You're down to two hours a day. Yeah. That's insane to me. I could never. <laughs> but I love it for you. I love it for you. Yeah, I'm pretty off the grid, man. Pretty off the grid. A pretty. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Webs. <laughs> all i got sorry I'll, I'll leave it there okay uh so my worst this is uh for me it's like a, a first of the worst and best are the same thing but watch how we play it here mm, ready so okay. we do here. it's the hundredth hundredth yep. why not woke up to a parking sticker on my truck because those are a thing love it uh just a big what do you want to say like eight by twelve we're talking inches oh just yeah green sticker and i'm like what the fuck? And I look at it, and I mean, it's the, like, checks a box where it's like, parked illegally this day, this time. And I'm like, I guess it's coming time to where the alley turns into, like, the, the food brunch little area. So I, I expect it usually when it comes to be almost springtime. But I was like, what the fuck? And then it's one of those stickers you peel off, and it just doesn't come off. Oh, so there's yeah. just mm. 80 different ways you got to tackle it, and it just drives me crazy. But I just, I don't get it. Like, it, it was put on there. And it says you can't park here because you're illegally blocking trash receivers or something. So like garbage men. And I'm like, brother, I don't know what to tell you, but we've been parked here for a while. Like we're, we're, this is a parking alley. Like wh what do you want us to do here? Not park? Like I get that we don't pay for it, but if you're from downtown, you just know. Is there a thing that says like when trash gets picked up because i can understand like it's a tight alley oh it's yeah it's got a maneuver in there so well, maybe it's like between this time and this time on this day you can't so that's what i thought because there's a trash can like right by the front spot yeah and i was like fuck maybe i was too close and i'm like i'm inside the lines i'm not being an asshole but then i do the thing where i kind of like i peek down the alley everybody's got this sticker on their car so i was like all right fuck it <laughs> we're, we're good good day for the city yeah should have took a picture of it got them all fought it oh wait for the best <laughs> that's my worst just it's the classic like 
you learn these tricks on where to park, and I get that people will always come at me and say, it says you can't park here, it's, you know, reserved spot, and it's like, bitch, no, it ain't. Like, yeah. you can park there whenever you want, I, I promise you, respectfully. Like, chill. Unless it tells you you can't. Unless you put a big green sticker on my truck, and then every other car that's parked there, because I... You well, at least you know everybody got one. It's not it, just you. Yeah, and you start to learn, like, the truck at the very end is, like, the maintenance guy, and he got dinged with one, and I'm like, well, now you're just being a dick. Or is he being above board? Everybody's equal. Yeah. No, fuck these parking. Go ahead. That's my worst. <laughs> I hate it. You were just getting there. I mean, you were so close. To what? To just really getting geared up. I could tell. I was pissed. <laughs> we'll come back around. Um, My worst from last week, procrastination kind of bit me a little bit. Um, right in the tushy. It was one of my buddy's birthdays, and I didn't send the happy birthday text. Ooh. I'm not a social media guy. Like, don't do that person. I was like, if, if, if you're in my phone enough for me to like know your number or something, yeah. then it's pretty genuine. Send me the text. OTG adjacent. And my wife even said. My she, wife. She even said like, oh, hey, I text him. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to do it. Completely forgot. Felt like a jerk the next day. And then. You're an aloof kind of guy, though. A couple, couple days ago, I saw him out. And I don't think it was a specific dig on me, but he was just like, yeah, I think 10 people wish me happy birthday on my birthday. And I was just like, oh, buddy, could have been sorry. Could have been zero belated. I mean, could have been nine. Could have been eight. But I was just like, could have been 11, dude. It could have been his favorite number. Should have been. Ooh. And I was just like, damn it, Brandon. Like, even if he's not talking about you, he kind of is because you're one of those people. Happy yeah. birthday, Matt and Woods. And it was just one of those, if I just would have did it when I should have, instead of just letting it go. Happy belated, Matt Woods. Yeah, sucked. You won't listen to this ever, so. That's true. We'll just say your name a bunch. You right. <laughs> I don't feel bad. Everybody's <laughs> listening. Everybody go find Matt Woods. Give Send him a, a happy birthday message. The best thing real I quick. I think he's off Facebook. Oh, yeah. I think the, he's off the, the social. Best he's OTG. Move. He really is. I usually only see Matt Woods uh, in specific gatherings, so it's like you know events or like big yeah. games or something going on. Love him to death. The best thing was at the Super Bowl for when we all went over to Brandon Smith. Shout out Brandon Smith's house and Caitlin's house. Uh, the kickoff ha- or the um, – what's that song they sing? National, the National Anthem. Anthem. Happened. <laughs> that song they sing. <laughs> it got done. And it like cut to commercial, and Woods just does I'm one out. of those one of those casual like kind of takes a swig of a beer and he just goes, "All right, guys, I'm gonna go ahead and pack up, get out of here." And it's like this is the biggest game of the year. I just <laughs> wanted to see the national anthem. All right, I'm out. I All lost. Right. It was under. <laughs> I was just like, "Okay, see you." It was under by a half second. I'm fucking out of here. Adios. I know this day's going. Bye, Dios. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Worst, What's though. your worst? Be better, uh, yeah, my worst. I let the uh, temptation come over me. On Saturday, would you would you enter into the casino, the danger zone, to the, to the table? Got up, should have got out, but we're having fun. We're going. Lost it. Are we got able more to money? Lost it. Mm. So then I was like, wow, I kind of just took the night to a whole different level, and I was like, I said I was gonna go straight home after work. Like Molly was out of town, I was gonna go home. I was gonna finish Peaky Blinders, order some food, just hang out. Yeah, those are and some of the best like, days sometimes. Ah. But then IU was playing, so he got roped into corner, and then I'm like, they got "What the, was Zach?" And I was like, shit. "All right, let's go to the casino." He didn't want to, and I didn't want to. But then everybody was like, "Let's go." You get a couple buckets in, and you're like, "All right, let's check it out." IU got let's pissed on, dude. They lost my yeah. four. Yeah, it's terrible. Pissed. Lost on. that, so I lost every bet. So I was like. Got to get it back. 
Do oh, we got to get it back? Can we ask what the units were? Uh, I got up probably around 600. Okay. Lost that. Ouch. Yeah. So I was up, I was up 400 because I bought in 200. Nice. So I lost 400. Sorry. Then lost the 200. Then got another 200, lost that. So I was down 400 total for the day. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Up huh? 400 to down 400. That's the worst. Yeah. It's like if you just say, okay, I went in with and 400 I knew I and I lost done. 400. I was like, okay. But when, you, when you're up. Yeah. And you lose it. It just feels four times worse. And so I was done. And everybody I was like, I told everybody, I was like, I doubled my money. I'm See how good. I said four times there? Yeah. Four times. Won again a little bit. So I won. And I was like, okay. Wait, now four times? Riding. What do you mean? And then I'm like, Is that 400? Right. Ah. Yeah. So that was my worst. Self-imposed ban? Yep. It's back on. <laughs> nice. We're back on. There okay. you go. Cool. Just uh, needed it. That's all it is. That's all it is. Not as uh, sad as it usually can get, so that's good. But let's get happy. Um, our besties, our best of the week. Everyone in the alley got the same sticker as me, and it was awesome because I, I once I noticed that, I was like, breath of fresh air. Because when I see those, like the usually you get the ticket in the windshield wiper, and I feel like everybody instinctively kind of just wants to like glance around like somebody's undercover watching them. Like, yeah. yeah, I gave you a ticket, bitch. I just did the casual. I just tried to rip it off, and I just <laughs> threw it just away. That middle line. Well, because I'm like, it, it was basically stating that like if you're here much longer for the day like we're gonna tow you or we're gonna start towing these cars trucks too and <laughs> i was like okay fuck it whatever crumble i'm not towed like i'm out of here i don't have a boot on or nothing and i noticed when i was pulling out of the alley like i glanced over because again i'm still checking to see these other cars there is just a mound of these fuckers stuck to like the reserved parking spots along the way so i'm like oh yeah like the people that live down here or like park here enough know like what the fuck is this guy doing with these fucking stickers, yeah. dude? Like, get out of here. So it was just, it was like that rebellious, like, good feeling of, yeah, everybody else just said, fuck the man, too. Like, try and tow us, bitch. You can't fit a tow truck in there. So I don't know what you're Can't gonna, fit the garbage truck. Can't fit the tow truck, baby. Yeah, like, I don't know what you're going to do, but I promise you. I'll I've boot you. I don't give a fuck. I've been parking there for the You don't have a car seven if they put a boot on it, truck, bud. Truck, seven years. Like, I, you're, I'm sorry. I bet you they could tow you out of that. Oh, I guarantee they could. Well, they have to do the thing where they like pull you out almost, yeah. and then they tow you. Either way, it's too much work. I mean, it's going to fuck your car or truck. truck. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. But for sure, they could get you out. Yeah, if they wanted to. Yeah. I think it's all just a, a fucking ploy to like try and get us scared. Like, buddy, I know when spring comes, I'll move. I mean, have you like considered... So what do they do with the stickers? Like calling down to like the actual or like reaching no. out to the city council? I don't give a fuck. They didn't charge me nothing. I mean, it's probably oh, so. There's just a warning. Just a that's warning. What I'm that's saying. what I'm saying. Yeah. Like it was just a big. Oh, ass you made it sound like it was sticker. an actual ticket. Oh, no, it's just no. A usually it's a ten dollar ticket, but I was like, oh. this is just some dorky fucking. I got one at behind uh, Coney Island actually because mm-hmm. I parked in like the other people's parking lot. You know, you pull, yep. but on the other side. Dude. Yeah, dude. Immediately walked in, got it to go, came out. Probably seven minutes. <laughs> sticker. I was like, they saw me park, walk around. I was like, that's what I'm saying. Get out dude. there, they're, put it on there. The parking control people are just, they're losing it. They're, they're like, this is your first offense. You do yeah, it again. Yeah, you got to pay a ticket. You do it again. You get towed. I'm just, like, you don't fucking know. But I mean, what do, they, what do you want them to do? They're just going rogue. Like, they're just being assholes. Or were they going rogue by not doing their jobs for so long? And now, like, they're actually doing it. I think it's it. just the warning to let you know, like, hey, man, you're not going to be able to park here. Well, so here's the thing, because we like to do that. HTG. If you look up. On downtown Fort Wayne's website, it gives you a lot of beautiful information. One of those pieces being where you can park monthly. There are some just random open lots around downtown that are technically monthly parking spots. 
I'm sorry, but your shit's going to get jacked probably once or twice every month. You know what I mean? In the sense of somebody's going to go park at the Y and they're going to pull into this privately owned parking lot that's not marked or anything. It's just a big open concrete space. Nobody's going to abide by that. Sorry. Yeah, but if it's my lot and I'm there and I see it, I'm putting a sticker on you. Well, yeah, that's to the let point. You know, like, that's your warning. You absolutely know. have the ability to park wherever you want, but yeah. and I do also the consequence of, of getting, getting a, a ticket. ticket. Yeah, let's roll, baby. Let's ride. Roll the <laughs> dice. Awesome. Yeah, that's my I best. Mean, but you're technically parked in a reserved parking spot. Yeah, but it hasn't been reserved for anybody in years. You don't know that. Five hundred. But that's what they. But that's why they put reserved on there. So if you go to try to fight it, they're like, "Well, it says reserved." Oh, hundred percent. I mean, I used to have to park in like it was. Kelsey and I found out the math. Uh, it was like two, three, six, seven, and ten were good. But again, it's just it's semantics because then all of a sudden, did you give her a package? By the way, yeah, I did. Nice, nice. Yeah, shout out to Kelsey. Shipped a couple states away. Did the good deed. Yeah, you did. Nice. That's my best. So let's move on. Love it. <laughs> yeah. Social Getting deviant. Fire, dude. Stickers. <laughs> best. <laughs> Uh, so my best is actually just kind of currently happening. I'm on vacation starting this week. Yep. It's March Madness. I leave to go to Boston tomorrow with my wife, who doesn't know that we're going there. Because you're going to hear this in the future. Uh Uh-oh. And he'll be there. Spoiler alert. Walking into cheers. (laughs) So. Great bar. You know, it's one of those things where it's like, oh, well, now you're jinxing it. Now all kinds of like bad shit's out there. I'm like, no, I'm throwing it to the wind. I want to put the positive vibes out there. PVOs. PVOs. Preemptively saying this is going to be an awesome week. It's already started off. It's Monday. You don't I'm here. It's 100. Boston fucks. Like the city is so What do you mean? I'm not. I'm excited. The, I know, but I'm just trying to. It's as delicious I, as the cream pie it's named after. <laughs> I want a Sammy Adams. <laughs> I want a Boston Lager. No, but what I'm saying is, you go to Fenway, you get a fucking hot dog. It's just, it's, it's beautiful. the The downtown, there's no like squares. It's gonna rain and snow every day we're there. Yeah, probably. <laughs> no, literally. Could be. Pretty. I'm honestly worried that my fight won't be there because they uh, have like a high wind warning. Uh, for the next two days in Boston, I'm already getting alerts on the app where it's like, hey, make sure you check this. Blow you there faster. Uh, I, I called the resort or the hotel we're staying. I'm like, look, there's crazy weather alerts, as you probably know. Like, what happens if my flight gets canceled? Because my reservation says I'm past the point where oh, I could cancel yeah. my hotel. Yeah. And they're like, honestly, like, this is the one thing that we accommodate. Like, if you can't get here. As they should. Physically, yeah, you just can't. Correct. Yeah. And they're like, well, you know, we'll try to. But like, here's a rental car. You could drive. Redo the reservation. I'm like, no, there's no redoing it. Like, I'm not off this for two weeks. Like, <laughs> I'm going for three days. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a sick town, dude. I hope you make it. Sick town. Sick town, bro. Dude, it's. Oh, man. The garden. The garden. The fucking. The, the subway. Garden. The subway goes through it. Like, dude, it's just so tight. What's uh? What's the commercial with uh, Krasinski and Chris Evans? The Smart Pack. It's got Smart Pack. It's got Smart Pack. <laughs> hey, don't worry. This guy's got Smart Pack. No, the best one ever with the Boston accent was the fucking. Uh, yeah, every now I watch The Sopranos, and then I ain't got no picture. I got to put me as here, 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 and here just to get a signal. I'm done with the dish. <laughs> so good, dude. So good. Oh, uh, no. When there was a skit from the uh, uh, SVP and Rosillo, <laughs> yeah. they would do the Pulse of the Nation. Yeah. And it was I have just, no idea what that is. Go on. Well, they basically just talk. So they, they came out with um, like the, was it Drop Dead Murphy's? Sure. The Boston so the most typical Boston song comes out with like the, the you know, bagpipes, whatever. Dropkick Murphys, I'm sorry. But anyways. <laughs> now I get it. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, so they just come out and they just do Boston accents for like a minute and a half. As they should. And it's great. Fun, dude. Oh, it's, it's so good. It's just, it's, yeah. 
It's happy-go-lucky stuff. Nice. Happy for you. I hope you make it. I love Shout it. Shout out, T. I love it. Yeah, my cousin. For a birthday, right? Happy 40th. Ooh, 4-0. Four 4-0. Zero. Four zero. Nice. Dirty 40. She's well, older than you? She is. She is. Dude, bro. reach her in the settler. I know. Yeah. <laughs> she reached and I settled. <laughs> I didn't I, do. Just strictly age-wise. Just kidding. Yeah. yeah. Shout out. Cousin stuff. Okay. <coughs> what's Cousin your best? stuff. What's your best? Uh, I don't know if you saw in the sports world, but the Chicago Bears fleeced the Carolina Panthers, baby. Yeah. We got out of the the number one spot, and we got a haul of draft picks, and we got a great wide receiver. A great wide receiver? A great wide receiver. I would receiver. say. My brother wide- called me today and was like, they didn't get enough. For the number one pick, huh. I would argue they got. I think he said they well, should have got two more picks. A well, Carolina a, was saying that they're going to trade back anyway. Yeah, they're looking to trade back the number one pick themselves. Hundred percent well, to, to make gain something. I back. was going to say yeah. to get more stuff, but it may, I mean they got a receiver with a great ceiling. I would think. Yeah. So I mean, but it's just like another small I don't think wide it's a great, receiver. I don't think it's a great ceiling. I think it's a high floor. Sure. It's a it has six half dozen. No, it's way different. Yeah. Either way, <laughs> you got Chase Claypool, the big guy, the end zone guy. But we got, got assets. Yeah. We got a target. Known being crappy quarterbacks, so yeah. you know he's used to it. But he still puts up numbers. Still He'd has a crappy quarterback. I'm still waiting for you and your brother to send over the contract, <laughs> buddy. Yeah, a lot of provisions in there. That almost made you either my live worst. in a you only live you leave in a Viagra <laughs> fucking box, bro. Yeah. There that ain't text no walking thread. away. I literally walked into uh, my daughter's what? scrimmage, yeah. and a really cool dad, big Bears fan. He just comes in because you know we talk, and he was like, "Did you see?" And I said. <laughs> My phone's blowing up now, and I hate it. <laughs> yeah. But, no, I'm saying I text him and uh, Brandon, and I said, drop the contract. I think I'm ready to be a Bears fan. Gross. <laughs> the worst. I'm, I mean, I, that, I mean, at least congratulations for finally making a decision. Exactly. I'm going to get a book that reads up on it, too. Learn all about Dicka. The 95. Dicka. Put all the options out there and was like, I could be a Chiefs fan. I could go back to the Bengals. I can't do that. They'll make fun of me for that. Bears, they're on the upswing, baby. They're about to hit gold. I'm Are getting they? in on the bottom floor. Are they? I'm getting in on the floor, baby. What if I'm the jinx? What if I carry the jinx over? I'll fucking That'd kill you. That'd be a great you. thing. I'll kill you, and that's First how you all, stop you being a Bears fan. You can't be the jinx because nothing, they haven't done anything yet. Like, if they're bad well, next year, they're still the, just bad. I converted from Bengalism to Brownanism, and the Bengals have gone to the Super Bowl now twice. No. no Maybe one, I need you to leave. Just once. once. Yeah, Maybe once. I need you to be a Bears fan than leave. See, that's what I'm saying. He's the... What's oh, the, good luck, Chuck. Yeah, say yeah. good luck, Chuck. I have good sex with the Chuck. team, and then they get better. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the Wabs. Okay, worse than the best. Wabs, so, baby. For the 100th episode, I came up with what I like to call story time. I don't know if you guys are going to enjoy it or not, but I think... <laughs> but it, you're going to tell it anyways. But I think that's how gonna, this pod goes. That's been 99 <laughs> of them, baby. Might as well do it on 100. I think it's going to be good. So I call this one the uh, Uncle Vietnam War Story. So, again, had the warm conversations with the Madre. Found out I was almost Justin. We could have been Justin bros. Um, so, I have an Uncle Bill and an Uncle Richard. He goes by Dick. So, Uncle Dick, Uncle Bill. Sick. They were both drafted. Shout out Uncle Bill. Yeah. They were both drafted. Let in a dog out. The Vietnam War. They're her older brothers. So, it's my Uncle Bill or her brother Bill, her brother Richard, um, Sister Patty, Sister Sally. And my mom was the youngest of five. Is that five? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um. And I put up, just for like some context, the Vietnam War, I didn't realize it was from 1954 to 1975. Like, this fucker was 21. This fucker was legally able to drink by the time it was over. It's a long time. Yeah, a lot of people 
thought that it went way too long, didn't need to be there in the first place. Yeah. All kinds of stuff on it. Yeah, and just the idea, like, obviously, it's that's how, how getting drafted worked. But it was so crazy to me to think, like, it was literally just the fucking lottery balls, but your name was on it. And it's like, yep. Bill, yep, you're going. Dick, yep, you're going. And it's just like, fuck. Like, yeah. and you're just 18 and you're just going to fucking war, dude. Like, that's, oh, dude. My, that's freaking crazy. But I mean, you could be any age, but as long as you're 18. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. And it was well, just your, men. both your uncles weren't 18 at the same time, but they got drafted. Oh, yeah. Uncle Bill got drafted first. Twins. Twins. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was older. He went first and then uh, Uncle Dick went second. But uh, so Uncle Bill, she said, would religiously write back to the family every week. Like every week they would get one letter. And then one week they just didn't get one. Neat. And they were just like, Oof. well, this is a tough pill. And for me, she's telling these stories and like, it's so interesting to me because I was like, life fucking meant something back in the day, man. Like this fucking dude is just fighting war at 18. I'm over here figuring out I can fucking like beat my meat and like get on the internet and just Google boobs. Like this dude had a purpose. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, there's still people that today go into the military at 18. I know, but yeah. it's just, okay. it's weird and it's different because we haven't had to draft. Shout any, out but to all of you. Yeah. Appreciate shout out. You. Thank you for your service. Yes. But T Y F Y S. Uh, but no, it's one of those. <laughs> I love, that was just on the tip of the tongue. <laughs> he types it all the time. dude. <laughs> <laughs> so he knows it, but it was just crazy to think like, when's the last time was the Vietnam war? The last time we had to have a draft. I don't, uh, I honestly don't know. I'm very ignorant to I it. I don't know. The Korean war, the Gulf war, the, because like you almost want to like desert storm. Those are things. Yeah. Plot out I all the like wars to see like how it worked out. But I was just like, Jesus. But so anyways, the circle back. Then all of a sudden, I think she said after maybe a month or two, Uncle Bill wrote a letter. Nice. Found out that they were staying in a place called they were stationed in a, a spot called Long, Long Bin. B-I-N-H. Yes. Uh, they found out that it was about to get raided. Like basically they were going to get attacked. They had found out about the attack prior and they literally had to go OTG. They just had to go off the grid. Couldn't tell anybody. Snuck the fuck out. And then that place got like bombed, you know, just invaded, whatever. But I was like, that's so fucking crazy, dude. Like, you just don't hear from anybody. Or you're used to every week. And then all of a sudden it's like, nope. And you're just like, well, I'm pretty sure I know what this means. And I don't have an iPhone, so I can't. But I mean, you went a month without getting a folded flag brought to you. So it's like. You still had hope. But would they show up like pretty... Like, oh, once I f find out you're dead, yeah. Yeah. Like it's pretty just like next day type shit. Like they send the officers, the MPs out with the flag and like, hey. That's... Because they don't want you... Because like what you did from two months just being like... Yeah. I'm like, uh, well, I hope the best. <laughs> <laughs> what do I do with my hands? This is weird. And they weird. just give you closure and they're like, hey. Yeah. The last man inducted entered the U.S. Army on June 30th, 1973 during the last draft concluded. So it was the end Vietnam of the Vietnam War. War. Yeah. Yep. That's fucking nuts, dude. So, and that's what they were gone for two or three years, both of them. And I'm thinking like, you just wrapped up like geometry for your senior year. And then it's like, brother, here's a musket and a gun. Go fight. They're one Those of the are the same, same thing. But I get what you're saying. Yeah. The, no, bayonet. <laughs> yeah, and there, the there you and go. The, yeah. But uh, my mom said, uh, Bill used to joke, like when he would talk about it, he was the only one that- Best weed? <laughs> no, he- he was the only one to talk about it, but he would talk about like little quirky, funny things. He said he learned how to fall asleep under any circumstance. And so he joked that he would be able to fall asleep in rice patties 
with his rifle above his head. So rice paddies were like the waist deep water where they yeah. would grow the cotton. So he's just imagine a guy walking and he's just like sleepwalking and he's just like, that's how I would sleep for just random days. And he's like, I just figured out how to do it. And I was like, better than me because I need a good old nap. I need a whole like cot, pillows, everything. I mean, Slept with his arms up above his head? Yeah. I, I would imagine I it's kind of a joke, but he's like, I'm, he said he yeah. learned to fall asleep in some pretty weird oh, sure, yeah. situations. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. 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 But he wasn't. Act- he, God, you guys are so literal. Hey, Forrest, you put your back on me. I'll put my back. back on you. That way we don't got sleep in the mud. That way we don't get our head in the mud. All right, Bubba. <laughs> I remember we were. I got to go get Bubba. <laughs> <laughs> we were in high school. And we had one of our really good buddies. He was of like Asian American descent. And we used to always crank born in the USA when we were driving him on the lyric when it says go and kill the yellow man. My buddy would always kind of turn it down just to be (laughs) cognizant of it. I was like, I think that actually makes it worse. I was like, just let it play. He's pretty good at like thinking everything's okay. Bleep. Yeah. A little bleep. Yeah. It's tough. But. It was just a crazy story, and I was like, "To think." Did you ask him if he ever killed anybody? Uh, she said, "Well, my she said my uncle Dick does not talk about it whatsoever." So I was like, oh, yeah. "You have to bring he it up did. the next family vacation or well, family function." Uh, who knows if I'll be there? But it's just one of those like, I can only imagine. Like it just, I don't know, dude. It was such a cool story, but you're also just like, God, like there was just so much more at stake for you at 18, and then here I am, just like graduating high school. An older lady yelled at me today. Yeah, like just, <laughs> or you just got these fuckos that are just. I got to make a TikTok today, or fuck it, like it's just keep up with the algorithm, man. It's so prevalent, so weird, dude. It just like it was a, it was a really cool story, but really like eye opening in a lot of ways. I don't know. Is that gonna make a chapter in the book? Oh, you want to? Okay, I see what you're doing. Okay, did there. all right. So how things are different. Half story, even though they're not different. Like there's still 18 year olds that do that today. Do they? Yes. Do they get drafted? No, they choose no, they to do it, but they're still like. But they were last forced month to I go. was doing. Ge- oh yes, yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's crazy. Difference. Yeah, be a draft dodger. Yeah. Oh, that's what she said. Um, back in that time, which I mean, I'm sure everybody assumed like that was the whole go get married, go knock somebody up. She said that was like a huge thing. Oh yeah, everybody was doing it. Yeah, I was just like, good god, you gotta get, leave the legacy, man. Uh, but no. So as Skur just uh, weirdly alluded to, uh, I think. I'm going to write a book or I'm going to try to, which I told you, like, I think we should try and write a movie script. That'd be fun. Duh. If I landed on book for now, uh, I think I just have, again, ADHD because uh, I have like a million things. Going Self-diagnosed. Through. <laughs> going through my head, I'm just like, I got to do something. So I just, I started a book. It's because awesome. you knocked down the screen time. I had to do something. You got to fill the void. Yeah. There was a, a show used to be on TBS called My Boys and there was a character on there named Brandon. And ah, don't they? he used to do the old, oh, this is, I, this is wrong. This is, and his roommate would always be like, who'd you go see? And he was like, Dr. Brando. <laughs> and they're like, she's like, there's nothing wrong with you, man. Get out of bed. Because it was just, basically it was like WebMD before there was WebMD. Yeah, love that. He was just always like, oh, you know, I think I, my yeah. rotator cut. She's like, that's in the wrong spot, man. Like, you don't even know what you're talking about. You're touching your leg. Uh, this doesn't make sense. Okay. Uh, what? I mean, because. Well, it's just a hundred, so I feel like we're just kind of doing whatever we want. Yeah, we are. Yeah, it's so, fun. Kind of going off the movie deal. Story time. So I was talking about this with your brother. Okay. And like we literally like almost worked out a scene. Yeah. So I told you I had one in my head. A lot of shotguns. It was winter. <laughs> Weird. <What? laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, weird. What? But mine was going off of how we just got off of our little conspiracy sessions. You know, check them out if you haven't. Spoiler alert for we have the a little series. Yeah. The next story time. So watch this. If obviously there's been movies made like The Borns and things like that, but if you did it from like an everyday person's standpoint. So like if you knew you were gonna blow the whistle on like the Illuminati or something big that you know you were gonna be in trouble for. Right. Make the movie on like the lead up time, like the prep that like an everyday person would have to go to. Because we were talking about like you'd have to take all your money out because you'd have to have cash. Yeah. But you couldn't do it all at once because obviously somebody's like, oh, this person just withdrew $40,000. Like, and you just go through this moment. Right. Like, how long do you think you could last realistically before they got you? Not long. Who would get I'm me? I'm so on the grid. Yeah. What, who, who would get me? The, the Illuminati. The, the people, people you're that blowing are the whistle watching. on. Oh. People you're blowing the whistle on. I'll get them. So, like, uh, there's a movie. I'm pretty sure it's Russell Crowe. I want to say, and like Elizabeth Banks, it's called the next three days. And it's like his wife gets uh, convicted of murder, like her boss or something like that. But she swears she didn't do it. So it's like ambiguous on if it happens or not happens. Spoiler, right. she did it. She didn't actually. Nice. God, spoiler, no, she did. But anyways, it's the next three days. And he's movie's like 10 years old. He's like, yeah. oh, what is it, six cents is <laughs> but six cents ruiners. I'm just oh, just about to run by the blockbuster. And go pick that up. Man, you just ruined it. Would have loved to. Can't now. No, no, it's, it's sick. Well, you got to watch it and you go. I don't there's need another, to now. Well, no, there's a whole nother twist to it. I'm going to explain it. There's four. <laughs> there's four days instead of three. No, it's the next three days. And it's his plan on how he's going to break her out of prison and they get away. So he, that's what he does. He does all the prep for that. And he's like, this yeah. is the next three days because after this, she's getting transferred and then she's going maximum security. So he's like, I got to break her out while she's in like lockup, like right. she's in jail oh, yeah. until she gets a prison. You're not getting her yeah. out of maximum security. So, yeah, no. so he's like, this all right, this break. is the plan. This yeah. is the plan. This is the plan. And he's like, I got to lead like basically all these breadcrumbs that lead us thinking we're going this way. And then I'm juking and I'm going that yeah, way. Kansas City Shuffle. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, it's a good movie. Just check it out. But it is. It brought up the just the prep time. And it shows just how he's going yeah. step by step and how he's going to do it. Well, so I was thinking about it based off of like what you're saying, where movies that seem to like captivate us, especially now versus like back then, because we've talked about it a little bit at work. Everything, I, everywhere, all at once. I don't know if I can swept the Oscars. Yeah, yeah, and I just don't Almost know. Six out of seven. I watched the. Tra- it's just my friend Scott and I were talking about it. I'm like, you watch the trailer and you just. I don't think I can like put myself in that movie. Same thing. What I was going to say is. There's older movies where I get that they are renowned and you should go see them, have to see them before you die. I can't teleport myself to that time to where that was what the only thing people knew. Like, I can't do that. And so the movie just doesn't sit right with me like it would have if it was 1992. I mean, but that's the difference between good movies and great movies, I feel like. And that's what I would think, too, is like that's that fine little, you know, detail where it splits, where it's like this was good in the great in the moment, not great all time. Yeah. And so. I started watching Pulp Fiction last night because I was reading about it a little bit and how basically um, Tarantino wrote Natural Born Killers and Pulp Fiction, and they were set to come out. I think they came out one year apart. Natural Born Killers went through a ton of rewrites, and basically Tarantino's like imprint on it barely remained after yeah. the fact. But all the hype was around Natural Born Killers, and everybody was like, oh, and I guess he's doing Pulp Fiction. Ipso facto, I mean, fast forward, now everything comes out and it's like natural born killer sucked or didn't live up to any expectation or hype and Pulp Fiction is this all time movie. Well, I feel like it did, but it's just like, it's a cult classic where Pulp Fiction is just like 
all time. World renowned. Yeah. All time. But Natural Born Killers, it has its cult, it has its following, it has people that absolutely loved it. But here, Oh, I remember my brother back in the day, he obviously is four years older than me, and there was like the shopping complex, um, you know, in the, the edition that we grew up in right next to it. It was Dave's video. Okay, yep. Back when like the posters were a thing. Oh yeah. And you could get literally they called it the standees, like the things you see at the actual movie theaters. Duh. Well, video stores used to have them. Yep. Yeah. And at cycle time, like you would get rid of them and we would get some of those. And I just remember Natural Born Killers coming out and I thought it was insane because I'm like, I'm sure it wasn't the first kind of horror graphic like violence, but I'm like, Yeah. This guy doesn't make this type of movie. Like, what yeah. is going on? Oh yeah. But so all so that I could see how it could have that cult following. Yeah. But all that to say, what I was going to say with Pulp Fiction and just us jokingly wanting to, you know, dabble with seeing what it would be like to try and write a movie script. Pulp Fiction. So maybe it's a hot take. 100th episode. Why wouldn't we have one? A couple of them. It is literally a podcast to a degree. So hear me out. Like the best parts of the movie are them just riding around debating nonsensical bullshit, everyday shit. And Tarantino just films it in the best way leading up to not like a pivotal point in the movie, but then like the action happens or the blood yeah. and the gore happens. And it's like when they're talking about the Royale with cheese and it's because they don't do the metrics or they do the metric system over there versus yeah. our shit, like all that stuff. And then they're talking about, Oh, if you give your girl a foot massage, like that's not weird. And he's like, are you kidding me? You give Wallace's wife a foot massage. Like that's weird. He's like, you give a guy a foot massage, shut up. <laughs> and like they look, he's like, Oh, we got here early. So they don't knock on the door yet. They just start arguing about the foot massage again. Like yeah. it literally is just common everyday dialogue. And Tarantino figured out a way to put a movie into it, and it's awesome. So let's just do that for your movie. Yeah, just Tarantino a movie. Call it pulp nonfiction. <laughs> no. Borrowed with no. the intent to keep. <laughs> See what you did there. Yeah, that's a book title. Maybe it's mine. Maybe it's not. I was gonna say n- nonfiction pulp. Non <laughs> nonfictional pulp. Yeah, so like. But that'd be good. I think it'd be. I just. I think it's. It's cool to go back now that I have all this time. I inevitably just start watching like the movies that are these great, like highly renowned, ranked movies, and you start to think about the little things, like how we do the podcast, and you start to think about like things differently because you just do. And I'm like, this guy's fucking good, and it's just the little stupid shit. Yeah. Like, god damn it. Well, you saw Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, right? Uh, I tried to watch it. That one was one of those where it was too old for me. I respectfully, and I hate it that it was. But it was just too old. The action seemed too like corny and not real for me. Oh, people crush it, and I love it. Yeah. Temple of Doom was great. But anyway, did you get to the point where there's a little Asian getting there? Short round? No, but he's from the Goonies. Well, right. Yeah. He he's the guy that won the Oscar. Oh, really? Yeah, that's him. Nice. Had a massive hiatus in his career. Like again, he thought Goonies. He, he was done. Indiana Jones. Like no, like I was. He was going to be a thing. Oh, like yeah. Macaulay Culkin. And then just nothing happened. Like the, because uh, what, uh, is he Asian, Korean, or what was he? I forget. I think he's Korean. Korean, he's yeah. Korean. So he's like, I'm going to be the Korean Macaulay Culkin. Like, I'm going to be the next wave of, like, kid, yeah. you know, prodigies. Like he said, literally, came over on a boat. Yep. Like, yeah, and crazy. then it's just, but that's what I think is kind of cool, though, right? When you take that just huge hiatus, and then somebody, this is a great tie, and God, we're good at podcasting. So, <laughs> hundred Tarantino 100, said, uh, and this was such a cool thing, that Lawrence Fishburne should always want to, like, not kill, but like his agent at the time calls him Larry. He should punch him in the face because he told him to turn down Pulp Fiction because he said, do you know he casted John Travolta, right? John Travolta, John Travolta is washed. He doesn't have it anymore. Don't do it. And Tarantino brings people onto his movies 
not based off of where they're at. He goes, I've seen your body of work and he just falls in love with people's work. So he's like, you crushed it in urban cowboy. You crushed it in Greece. Like I want John Travolta because of that, not because of what you are now. And he just expects that these people are going to like still bring it, but he doesn't question it. Whereas everybody else is like, well, he's old now. We're going to be Sam Jackson. I mean, I I respect it, but it's kind of dangerous. I mean, that's like, oh, it is. It's like paying people for past performances. Like, if you don't got your fastball anymore, I don't want to pay you the supermax. But that's yeah. where I think the difference is: is Tarantino didn't pay him like some crazy amount. He was like, sure. I want you in the movie, but I'm not going to be ridiculous about it. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. This uh, is sick. Yeah, but uh, I love movies. I generally don't watch the Oscars, but it was just on. Uh, I didn't catch this part because it was the end of it. Because yeah. they always do Best Picture for last. Uh, and they had Harrison Ford announce it. And that happened. But prior to it, backstage, um, that actor didn't think that Harrison Ford was going to remember who he was. Really? And he came up to him and just called him short round. Like he knew right <laughs> where he was. And he just gave him a hug. And, I, and then they, they ended the Oscars. With a clip. Gave him the hug because he was in the movie that won. And I was just oh, like, yeah. this is the stuff I know they yeah. say is only in the movies, which yeah. is cliche because it's at the Oscars. Yeah. But it's like, you guys finally got something right. Like, yeah. good for you guys. Wholesome. Yeah. Wholesome content. Love to see it. Well, yeah. Okay, so. Slappered around the world. Uh-uh-uh. <laughs> Boom. This story. So part two of the stories. Uh, this is called the Crazy Universe Story. Okay. So I... Was this the text message we got? You Maybe. said you have some crazy universe stuff? Oh, yeah. This, okay. this is the one. This is the one I was waiting for. Um, it's a, I, w- I don't want to say it's selfish, but it's just... I knew it was going to be like pod-worthy, as dorky as that sounds. You're off the grid, dude. Do so <laughs> I started watching one of the seasons of American Horror Story. and Which one? Season 10. Oh, dude. So good. It is. Uh, it's, it. it's really good. <laughs> you got to watch this shit. So, uh, is that the it, Gaga one? She was no, on one. She was in a bunch of them, but um, not this one. So anyways, they randomly use the phrase, uh, see how the sausage is made. Yeah. Uh, in one of the one of them. And I was like, felt a little weird to me because haven't we been using that phrase a little more frequently lately? Like, I feel like it's come up in conversation more than it has in like the last three years of my life. Uh, That's probably because you just hear us say, I say it all the time. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like I've heard it more. So when she says it, it's one of those weird where you're just kind of like dog ear perk up. You're like, huh? Okay. Uh, then I was reading the book that I was telling you about that had the Pulp Fiction stuff, the 90s book. Uh, I said it It honestly was a struggle because there's a bunch of like dumb presidency stuff that's not that interesting. But I was like, push through it. You started reading it. Like, don't put it down. Uh, they talk about Pulp Fiction. And I was like, I don't know. This is weird. And then, or the book talks about Pulp Fiction. American Horror Story then brings up a Pulp Fiction reference. Because in this one, it's about a writer that goes off to like the very tip of Massachusetts, Boston. Boston. Weird. Massachusetts. And so I was like, this is freaking me the fuck out. Um, and then I was like, uh, it, it just was really weird because they brought that up because of movie references and stuff. Obviously, I've been trying to go OTG as much as possible. Entire episode is about a chick essentially going off the grid. And she talks about like, guys we've been at a reunion for like one hour and you're on your phones, like put them down. Like it's bad for you. And like just goes into this extensive breakdown of it and talks about how, uh, I guess some smart scientist guy says that we've advanced roughly 20,000 years in the past 50. And like, if you dropped somebody from like insert some like prehistoric era and then put them in like another one that's way back in the day, they would, you know, adapt, like overcome all that stuff. But if you took somebody from the seventies and like dropped them in now, they would just fucking explode. Like they wouldn't know what to do. So I was like, 
This is freaking me yeah, out. Yeah, it's called Demolition Man. Yeah. Finally. Free love, baby. The American Three Horror Story does an entire thing. The The season culminates on Area 51 and the moon landing being fake. Hello. Lost my mind. I literally was just like, what is happening? Like, who is in my, like, who's in my timeline right now and is like, watch this. Like, we're going to fucking make this kid thing. Let's get this guy's simulation dialed up a little deja vu up a little bit. Baby. Yeah, dude, it was freaking me out. But, but all that to say, it was the American Horror Story. Their season 10 was a double feature, which I did not realize. So five episodes were one season and five episodes were a completely different season. Because I was like, how did they go from vampires in Boston to like moon landings and aliens? <laughs> and I was just waiting for some tie in. And I was like, oh, these are just two different seasons. But it freaked me out. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the uh, first three got people hooked. And then they were just like, well, now I got to watch it. Every yeah. Time. That's what, shout out Cortland. That's what and, FX does. Yeah. Well, no. The he, first two to three seasons of all their original shows are phenomenal. And then they just decide to go way outside the box or they do some crazy stuff. And you're like, what am I watching now? Yeah. No. So that's what uh, <laughs> I sent. You ever watch Nip Tuck? Love it. It was so one good. of my favorite shows. So good. Yeah. No, I sent uh, American Horror Story uh, damn near doesn't miss. And he, he goes, season one and two are great. The other nine seasons are some of the worst television ever created. <laughs> and I said, you need a podcast with all these hot takes. And he goes, I'll call it Hot Hates. <laughs> I was like, whatever works, man. Sounds good. Yeah, I know. Nip Tuck was one. Rescue Me, they did that with. Yeah. There's another one. You're just like, oh, okay, season three. I can just expect all kinds of crazy shit to happen. Yeah. And it did. It's just because they don't know how to keep a show grounded. Like, you know what I mean? And like, well, because they're boundaries, the, Dwight boundaries. It's the Avengers. You build it, you build it, you build it, you build it, you build it. So every season has to be better than the last. You're like, yeah, bars up here now, man. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to even keel it. Let's just, just match it. Give me the plot twist into the plot twist. That's all I'm yeah. asking. Like, it's just no. it's simple. Math. I don't need that. Okay. Those are my stories. Was story time fun? Did you like it? I did. Nice. That was story time. What? Well, I mean, I was going to skip this. I don't know. I was going to say something about Avengers, but that's a whole different. I don't know. Okay. Five years. <laughs> Five years <laughs> ago. So uh, in true uh, 2D1D fashion, I figured for the 100th episode, we do a hot take. Okay. Let's do it. This hot take over time, over the week, the seven days we had to get ready for this, it did turn into a business idea. So I'm going to present you with a hot take. We will debate it. But then I will also present you with a business idea and figure out maybe if we should go on Shark Tank. So. Before we do that, I got a HTG. Well, here's the thing. Yeah. From this past weekend. Ooh. Uh, it's more of a gear grinder that I just don't get. Okay. And it's like, I understand if you go to a ball game and it's a stadium and there's two entrances and there's 80,000 people. Yeah. People wait in the bathroom. If you're at Corner Pocket or you're at Arena and there's only two stalls, wait outside. One person goes in, one person comes out. You're in that. Like, if both are filled, you peek in. Both are filled. Wait outside. Yeah. Stall, wait stalls in. and urinals or just two stalls? Like, it well, gets there's, to two, this. there's two things. There's two receptacles to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Stall. So, Arena has a stall and a urinal. Okay. Corner well, pocket in the back has just the one stall. Okay. Yeah. So, I think that matters. I think that matters. You pop your head in and you see somebody in there or both are filled. Yeah. Don't wait in the bathroom. It gets to Just a, wait outside. It's oh, so weird to me yeah. that people wait in there. Can it's I, like they don't want to get cut, but they're they're not because you're in yeah, line. Yeah, because I'm like, you're in line. It's yeah. a line. And people like yeah. will see the line, and they'll see you waiting, and then they'll just be like, well, I'll, I'll just... And then the person walks from the end of the line and walks up, and you're like, buddy, what are you doing? 
And he peeks in there and he goes, oh, I've never seen this line so long before. Well, duh. I've been drinking all day, bud. <laughs> so if I peek my head in and there's a urinal in a stall and you're in the urinal, or do you care if I just go pee in the stall? Just- no, I'm saying they're both filled. Oh, they're both. They're filled. both oh, okay. occupied. Okay. They're both occupied. I'm not saying I'm using one. You can't use the other. Okay. I was like, they're that's both, a little weird. But I do feel both. like there's probably people that are like the one where they just have the two random ones. I bet yeah. a lot of people lock the door and they're just peeing in the urinal. Oh, I don't mind like that. I'm just saying if like full, you're waiting yes. in there and you're just like waiting on one person to get done. Gotcha. So then you can go and that person washes their hand. Then the next guy who's just waiting on one person to leave, one person to enter. Then he walks in and then he's like, oh, they're both full. But now I'm just like, yeah. Oh, so then he has to stand there. Just in a bathroom where it smells like shit and there's piss everywhere. I mean, just wait outside, man. I think it's the first step in evolution to the the inevitable guy that pisses in the sink. Oh yeah. And then the guy that's like, "Hey, bro, you care if we do swords? Use swords." And it's like, "Dude, I'm about to piss in this trash can." Yeah, like it just evolves into that. And then that's why I said you blink. Otis leaves, and then yeah, that's why just, I love Otis. Yeah, being in there regulating. Exactly. He's and then like there's one in, one out, bro. Yeah, that's how we go. And then there's smashed beer bottles and just cans in the toilet. And I'm like. What are you, a bunch of fucking animals? Like, Jesus. Shout out Otis, whoever he is. He's a bathroom attendant. Keeps yeah. things in line. I'm telling you, talk to him. He's a good guy. Venmo. Pay him the dollar. Yeah. He's doing the Lord's work. Got some gum, got some candy, got some beautiful roses. Dollar for your roses. Got a lady out there. Get you a some rose. cologne out there. Make you smell cologne. good. Make you smell him. good. Get some gum. Yeah. Uh, but no, I would agree with you. I, I just, I think that's weird. Yeah. Waiting in the bathroom for somebody to get done is weird. I'm like... Especially in those pocket. intimate bathrooms. Yes. Like in if intimate there's bathrooms. multiple yeah. stalls, then you but, have to. And if no. there's multiple entrances, I get it. Somebody might try and come in the other way. Correct. That's fine. Well, but like at Corner Pocket, it's just one stall. Everybody knows it's one stall. And they just come in, and then yeah. they wait. And but I'm just like, All One right. stall, everybody knows the rules. Yeah. <laughs> but, come on. But here's the thing. But then I got to do the thing where I got to like, because it's this big. Yeah. And then you got to like, well, all right, let you pass because I got to wash my hands. Or I got to get by you to get to the door. So it's just yeah. like. Okay, but there's not a lot of room in here. <laughs> but here's the thing, at least with Arena's setup, which, I mean, don't get me wrong. Shout out Arena. Love them. When you're up on the, like, I don't want to call it the stage, but, like, the the step up to the bar, at some point it gets so busy in there that the bathroom doors are usually just kind of, like, propped open for yeah. better or worse. You're just staring dead into the women's restroom. Yeah. Like, it's really weird. I don't understand it. And then there's also been the times where the guy's line gets so long and you get some fucking roided motherfucker that doesn't want to wait. They see the line. They lose it. They're usually just in like fucking sprinkled buckle jeans and an affliction t-shirt or a tap out t-shirt. And they just go, nope, not waiting. Just go in the girl's restroom. And I'm like, you can't do that. Like, What if they identify? I just, the identify is a prick. Like, oh, 100%. I, yeah, I think like, I told you when we were at the, the bachelor party in, in Kentucky. Uh, I forget what bar it was at, but it was it was fairly busy in the bar but not the bathroom and they had multiple stalls but one of the stalls just didn't have a door and it was the only one that was open and i just had to take a shit love that so i'm just doing that without a door respect i'm just like well this has to happen (laughs) how's it going hey it's gonna be a minute brother (laughs) take a picture she'll last longer and again i have no problem doing my business anywhere no. and it's like you come sit by me i'm not going to hold back but it's like yeah. it was a little weird without the door eh. take you back to fucking <laughs> elementary middle school where yes. they just get ripped off and yeah just, uh, hey what's going on i hope nobody has to poop right now yeah weird right. okay yeah that's a good one i agree like you just 
Wait outside. Yeah, just wait outside, man. It's just I simple, promise. It's yeah. simple math. Yeah, you can pee in a. Everybody wins. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like it's that's honestly. the thing. Everybody's winning by yeah. doing that. Yeah. Okay. So, the hot take. You should have to revert your phone to strictly audio calls and or text messages when entering any place of business. Maybe even just off altogether. I'll give you a story as to why. And then we can banter and debate. I had a couple, and they were actually really nice. So I don't want to seem or say that, like, on top of everything, all they were pricks. Double AirPods. Mm. The one, I believe, had just, like, music playing in their ear that you could hear, like, subtly. Love that. The other person was on a multi-time or a multi-person FaceTime call, all while I was helping them. To the point where sure. at one point I was giving them information that they came in to see me for. And the person on the FaceTime call said, oh, hang on. I got to go over here. They, they said, you guys are being too loud. Oh, I'm sorry. You, you mean the place of business that you came to do with me? I'm too loud? Shut the fuck up and get off your phone, <laughs> respectfully. Like, so they're not pricks or they're nice? I'm saying that, that act. <laughs> they were nice. They were just rude. Yeah, nice people yeah. that were just ignorant to the fact that like, Take your fucking AirPods out of your ear and hang up your goddamn phone call. Like, I just, I don't understand. And I get like, especially where we work, where I it's like. I'm trying to build a multi-level marketing team, dude. <laughs> but I'm saying like, I get it. We trying <laughs> literally sell phones to people. So I understand the premise is going to be very hard at our place of business. Dabble with internet and TV as well. Yes. Uh, entertainment services. We can't go down this road. I don't want to do it. Okay. Thank you. But it's one of those where I'm like edit out (laughs) look around at how many times i bet even when people you cut their hair which you're i respect what you do because you cut you do your job and if somebody wants to converse with you you'll converse with them but if not you're going to to take the high road and assume maybe they just want to be left alone Mm -hmm. and be at peace 100 percent. yeah and that's awesome that's i probably feel like that's what any barber should should do in silence but how many people just sit there on their phone uh more than I wouldn't not. say sit on their phone. Actually, not a lot. Because you have to reach your arms out, and it's like you're gonna get. Some people all are weird. like. Some people yeah. are like get on their phone, put it away. Get on their phone, put it away. Yeah. Which I hate that even more. I'm like, if you have your phone out, just have your phone out. Like I don't care. Because you're gonna potentially me. mess with. I, I mean. Because I'll move. Like I'll move your phone. Yeah. Like I'm like, hey man, I gotta do this, and they're yeah. like, oh yeah. Yeah. And they'll and, take a break. Slap but, it but out. Yeah, it all just goes back to I'm like <laughs> I do it to little kids, dude, because I'm like, how hey co- man, I'm trying to line you up, and then like they're just like looking down, so I just grab it and I put on the thing, and I'm like, look up at me right here, close your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> there was another guy. Get out of my chair. Yes. Same uh, day this past weekend, he had which I get it, Big Ten uh, conference tournaments on, awesome. Just propped up on our desk again as he's being helped, just watching the game. And half-assed answering questions. Oh, I don't blame him for that at all. But, it, but <laughs> I just had, probably had a few shekels riding on that man. Either way, I'm just like, think about how we live in a world now where if you don't have that comfort blanket of your phone, like not only just on you but out, like people can't do it. It's insane. Right. Make it like the courthouse, dude. Turn your phone. You can't bring your phone in. Well, that's what I'm saying. I literally so. <laughs> you ready for the business idea? Are we? Are, are you? What do you okay? So hot take, agree or disagree? Oh, bud, I'm 100 percent on board. Okay, that's not even close to a hot take. I agree. Yeah, like I, I just think it would add a level of professionalism. And here's a crazy thing: you'd actually talk to people and maybe accomplish more than what you assumed you were going to accomplish. 
Well, I mean, they were talking to people. It just wasn't you. Exactly. Things could go smoother. The business idea. Open a bar where in order to enter, you have to give up your phone. So basically, you do an NDA just right when you walk in. You just have to put your phone in like a bucket or a locker. They lock it up, you know, key, whatever you want to do to where you take all the, well, what if my phone gets I was going to say, what's my guarantee? Exactly. You're guaranteed to get your phone back. Well, and that's what I was going to say, so I'm glad you brought this up. I thought about that. If you give up your phone, you, I guess, in my fantasy world here of my business idea, you keep the same phone number, obviously, but they would just give you like a flip phone. And they would say, hey, here, if you need, you know, emergencies, calls, here you go. Pop the SIM, throw it in the flip. Yep. There you go, dude. Like, I I genuinely think. There you go. That's what you could do. What? No smartphones allowed. Right, but I, I honestly like the idea of just doing no phones more because I think, weirdly enough, people w- would be more on board just giving up their phone entirely versus being handed something else. Oh, I think so too, but I, th- I do think that there would be people that are like, I'm on like the one date night a yeah. month. I need to make sure the kids are okay. Yes, yeah. and that's what I understand, but I genuinely think that business idea has some legs. Like, it, it just in the sense of nostalgia... You get the right bar, well, the you're, right you're, setting. You're catering towards a certain demographic. You're not getting anybody 18 to 30 in there. Or am or are you? You might. That's what I'm saying. Because like, those are the ones that are like, oh, cool. I don't have to have my phone. It's like, I don't have an emergency. But then it's like, well, how do you leave? What do you you're mean? You're just going to grab your phone and then wait outside, then get the Uber? That's insane behavior, man. You just drive home. <laughs> we don't condone that. <laughs> no, it's just one of the things you yeah. have like the... The big smartphone like screen on the wall. You just log out of Uber. Next person logs in with their. Oh, info. I would love that if it was like a bar. Yeah, like I know my Uber info. <laughs> no, Are you nuts, I, I, don't have to know the see, same password for everything. But how great would that be? Where then you forget to log out, and everybody's just ordering rides. No, so it's automatic. It's just I Uber's would, done. Automatic log out. Imagine a touch tunes that's on the wall because I honestly love this building upon an idea, and it's just a bar Uber account. So they make sure we're doing the right thing. We're calling Ubers for these people, and then that's part of your tab. That'd be sick. Yeah. Dude, we're f- we're smart. Smart. Wicked smart. It's wicked wicked smart. smart. That's my boy's wicked it's smart. Not. But yeah, I was just thinking about it, and I'm like, I know it would be like weird at first, but I truly think it would it would gain some, I don't want to say attention, but it would gain some traction, and people I yeah. think would be very into it, because here's the thing, here's the thing. Everything tends to shift towards like the negative aspects of things. Well, now you're off the grid, and you can be as sketchy as you fucking want because there ain't no phones here. Mm, that's a, that's a downplay. That. Yeah. Let's not promote that. Well, but well, you know what I'm saying because that's inevitably where people would potentially want to take it. They would be like, "Hey, let's go to this bar." Only catch is you, you got to turn in your phone, so yeah. nobody's sniping a picture of you. Nobody's texting people on the side. Like you're just truly there, involved with the people you're with. Yeah. Or hear me out. Let's go the other way. Two we, phones. We open up a bar. We give you an extra phone. <laughs> Nobody can say a word. You just have to converse. You have to text it. You have to text it the whole time. Could you imagine? No. <laughs> that would be fucking terrible. You have to write your order on like a five BLs. <laughs> yes. I mean, if you had to like write it, that'd be funny. And you have to like pass notes to people. Like I could respect that because it would just get funny. It'd be like playing the quiet game in the library. Just go slip a note to a chick. Just watch her immediately rip it up in your face. Throw it, <laughs> just dunk it in the ranch. Fucking throw it away. Yeah. <laughs> I do feel like you would have to have a pretty up to date type 
um, like bouncer security type setting. Because yeah. again, if Joe Schmo knows he can come in here, nobody's gonna slap photos. No one's gonna be doing anything crazy. Like, like oh, and he can Mickey's, dude. get away with shit. Well, and that's what I'm saying. Like, it sucks that you. I have want to, my man out. But it sucks you have to think of that. Oh, but, sure. But what I'm saying, but is I want that, contingencies. But yeah, yeah, you would just create like this. I mean, truly natural environment, which is what a bar's supposed to be like. You're here to just fucking cut loose. Like, so you want to know what made me think of it? Shout out movies. I watched Footloose again, and it reminded me when they're in the the original one, and uh, Old Bacon takes him into town. Uh, I think it's in Chicago. No. Yeah. Because he moves. No, they move somewhere. over the bridge. Yeah, like they, they just go into the city and they walk in and he's just instantly like, yeah, and they're just like fucking pumped and like um, Willard goes and gets beer, but they just go straight dancing because there's like, there's nobody there to be like, okay, who else is coming? Who else is here? Like check somebody's story. Let's see if they're on their way. Like, what are they doing? It's like, you're just there consuming the bar, taking it in. And it's like, I can either choose to A, have fun and go fucking party with Kevin Bacon and his ugly girlfriend or sit with Willard and just slug beers. Both options are awesome. I would imagine the beers are going to inevitably lead to the dancing. But that, like, it would just... Oh, I mean, you can do that now. I know. And I feel like we usually do a pretty good job of that where I... Rarely am I on my phone, I feel like, when we go out, unless we're yeah. putting a couple shekels on a bet. Gotta love that. Yeah. But then you see, like, you really do still see these people. It's just cool. have one of those scramblers where it just basically messes That's your phone up. That's what I'm saying. Up. You could just get that. Oh, just EMP people. Right. <laughs> I just want to do that. Walk around. Yeah. Just, you just get a signal scrambler, and everybody <laughs> just loses service in your yeah. bar. I just, I don't know. I think but it would be make it known. I think it would be a solid business idea. <laughs> no, every time I go into Travis's I just lose bar, service yeah. when I walk in here. What would you call the bar? OTG. <laughs> uh, I mean, that would actually off the grid apply, but yeah, there'd be better names. I'm just saying, man. My ADHD is going nuts. I got ideas out the wazoo. So how you said. My man had to watch the game because he had some shackles on it. Yeah. If I told you, what if I told what you, if I told, told you that you would, I'm not going to say like you're going to hit millions of dollars, but if you were going to end each year ahead in gambling, but you couldn't watch any sports, would you do it? Because I do think for some people, gambling is being able to watch and root and it's that sense of what's gonna happen it's another layer can i watch of sports. sports just not the games i bet on no sports are just I done just, i would i wouldn't do it nope. i would go back to it's like trading stocks you're just betting on something sports but i no. will promise you you'll be up sports no. are too invaluable no price how tag. much am i up how many units <laughs> you're not it's got to be a lot five bows like still, i gotta be up like you still have to work yeah but i gotta be up like 20 bands 20, like a 20 bands a year 20 bozos yeah, 20 bozos a year. I wouldn't. Here's the thing, man. I would take that. Sports are just 10. No. Sports are too precious. Yeah. They really are. It's just basic. But that's like. You want to know the crazy. This, that's like the shifts that we put in and what we do. You're so going to like make $5,000 every year for the rest of your life gambling, but you can only watch sports that you're not betting on. No. Oh, only not, watch yeah. sports. I'm not like the game or the entire sport. The the game. So like if you bet yeah, yeah, the just football bet on, game, you can't watch it. I yep. would just bet on cricket. Yep. Yeah. Overseas cricket or tennis. You have to give me. You have to real, bet on something that is real, in that same sport. Yeah. Yeah. Because here's the thing. Then yes. $5,000. I just can't watch the games I bet on. Yes. Your first idea needs to be the only true idea because you can't put a price tag on sports. Like, Oh, you can't. 
No, I I could just find one game at even money and just put five bands on it. And then no, I so I'm as much it. as as much and I'm as watching every game. Either of you guys want to say you would be able to do it? There's something. Like, oh no, I never said I would be. Yeah, able to Yeah, that's do just it. a feel good. It's the the white noise of baseball in the background when it's summer. Like no. it's you just you need nah. active sports going on. Yeah, like that's I, what I'm saying. I couldn't do it. Yeah, twenty bands. It'd be hard. Oh no, like it, it was one of the the bigger things for me. Like when. I basically stopped gambling. I thought I was never going to watch sports because I'm like, this is why I watch sports. But it's like because you start to fiend. Well, but then you're like, you watch sports before you gambled. Yeah, yeah. You just kind of like sports. Yeah, yeah. fucking awesome. And I still watch them just as much because they're tight. Yeah, I got us through COVID, man. Players sports. Are, players are cool. So are sports. Yeah, man. It wouldn't be anything less than twenty bands. But five thousand dollars a year just can't watch the game I bet on. Yeah, say less. Yeah. You want me to bet on fucking Jacksonville? Sure. I mean, I won't watch it. Sorry, Trevor. I mean, you watched it. Trevor, boys. All right, well, then how about this same thing? Five bands a year, but you can never watch another football game again. Ugh, no. Sorry, bye. You got all the sports you want except football. College? Nope. Football, XFL, I'll give you XFL. Nah. Puke. (laughs) I'll give you XFL and USFL. I get to watch the other ones. No, I couldn't do it. So then... What was your here's the thing from you last week? You can take week. baseball season. I'll give you baseball season. Oof. Do you want to round us out for episode 100 with the last here's the thing? I thought you said you had a good one from last week. I did, but I'm going to change it up because I got a different one. You nice. sound like me. Okay, cool. Put ADHD's the, kicking in. <laughs> put it in the back pocket. So here's the thing. And I think for some people, if you're still with us, I love it. If you're not and you don't get this, you know what? It's not for everybody, but I think everybody here will. Fuck off. Huge, huge issue yarbos with season six of new girl so okay there's a span where jess and robbie have their thing robbie and <laughs> obviously it turns out they're related somehow down the family tree that they find out you and know, he's just w- insanely rich with the hike oh yeah. he plays with santana he's got a gold record yeah all that stuff yeah but so they end up kissing on that episode and that's what they call it quits so they had a Christmas episode, the Christmas Eve Eve, where she flies Reagan in, does all this stuff, because oh, yeah. Jess is just all into it. Robbie's basically the secret Santa rapper, so nobody knows. He's just all on her side. They forget Jess in the secret Santa, but they overlook, and Jess doesn't have a secret Santa person, so she doesn't have a gift. Yeah. They wake her up. She goes outside. She gets the Christmas song sang by her favorite Christmas singer that Robbie orchestrated, yeah. does all that. That's five episodes prior to the hike. That night, Jess is having sex with Robbie. Oh, 100%. There is no way he does all that stuff for her on Christmas Eve Eve, and he's not getting that. Oh, yeah. Maybe he's just trying to be a gentleman. No. No. And then multiple episodes go by. And you mean to tell me on the hike is the first time? And I get it. Their whole thing was there was no yowza. That's why I said that. (laughs) Yowza. And so, like, I get they may not they try to, like, downplay the, like, just attraction to each other. Yeah. But they they work it out and they they gave it a shot. There's no way he is not sealing the deal that night, let alone five episodes early. The Thanksgiving where she did start to like him. Yeah, because he stands up for I think it's Schmidt's dad does something weird. So you just want him to have a little holiday humping. Well, I'm like, there's no way this didn't happen. And then they kiss randomly on a hike and then they talk like. 
about their past. And they're like, oh, my God, I think we're related. And that's what ends it. You guys have already had sex. Oh, I don't care about this random kiss. A little too much eggnog, am I right? Hell, well, sometimes you don't know. And I get it. Six episodes or six seasons, you can nitpick a bunch of things in a bunch of sitcoms. Like, oh, uh, well, this, this this episode they said this, and it debunks yeah. what you did earlier on. It was a weird picky nit. I'll be honest. I think it's a big one. But it's five episodes, and you went episode Thanksgiving to Christmas, and then you go five episodes to the hike. Right. You're just dragging this on. Unfortunately, we all knew she was going to end up with Nick, which pissed me off. But yeah, guy's an author. Nick sucks. Shout out books. <laughs> Hope God, write one someday. God, he's the worst. But no. yeah, like that just don't. What's the character's <laughs> name? <laughs> what? The cop's name. The cop's name? Nick's character. Oh. Uh, <laughs> and, I'm from uh, Chicago. I'm from Chicago. I'm Julius Pepperwood. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Julius, Julius Pepperwood. Pepperwood. Uh, no, so really funny. It's that insane. You, no, but funny you brought that up. Nothing to do with your story because it's, <laughs> it's weird. Um, at work today, uh, Jen, shout out her boss. She, she, she said something to me about like basically more or less being in trouble, so to speak. And I just go, what do you mean? And she goes, I, I saw you like you didn't do this. And I go, what do you mean? She goes, Trav, I'm talking to you. And I go, what do you mean? Nobody got it. And Alyssa, shout out Alyssa, our other boss. She's the other huge new girl fanatic. And, like, it's one of my favorite, I think, dialogues between Nick and Schmidt, where Schmidt's like, Nick, I got to talk to you. You know how I told you I broke up with Cece? What do you mean? That didn't actually happen. What do you mean? <laughs> I'm still dating Cece. What do you mean? Well, so but you, you broke also, up with Elizabeth. No. What do you mean? <laughs> well, but you're also saying it in, like, a sarcastic manner. He was genuinely confused. So like, you trying to have a bunch of wives? <laughs> right, so like, you only have one wife. But she was like, hey, I didn't see you do it. You needed to be like, what do you mean? No, I said it like pretty Nick. I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> she just, obviously she didn't get it, but I was like, this is great. I loved it. And I told Alyssa, obviously she lost it. <laughs> it's just real. Shut it down. <laughs> you know what else was great? Episode 100. Episode All 100. Uh, also, fun fact for those still around, 6,240 minutes is 374,000 seconds. Or 4.3 days. Hello. The next hundred are going to be even better. Wicka wicka. We promise. <laughs> Wicked awesome. One hundred. <laughs>